Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 259, for Wednesday, March 4th, 2015. This is the BGG Page Views Edition, and the Golden Geek Awards invade the list this week with five new entries for award winners and nominees, and one more that had nothing to do with the awards. Now, a lot of these are probably going to be one-shots. Uh, it's possible that one or two of them may hold on for a couple of weeks. But due to the awards sucking all of the oxygen out of the site, most of the games that are here week after week were down by hefty amounts, double-digit percentage points in the vast majority of cases, well over 20% for many. And we also have the lowest number 10 in about seven months since right before Gen Con with 8,212 views. But despite all of that, that number 10 game managed to skate in for one more week, making the list by over 400 views, about 5%. And that number 10 is Android Netrunner by Richard Garfield and Lucas Litzinger, published by Fantasy Flight Games, down four spots from last week, about 20% of its page view total. First of our six new entries... At number 9, returning after 14 weeks away, is Imperial Settlers by Ignacy Trevichek, published by Portal Games, with 8,500 views, a 33% increase. Imperial Settlers, a Golden Geek Award winner for a solo board game, and a nominee for six others, including Game of the Year. Debuting at number 8, 1066, Tears to Many Mothers, by Tristan Hall, with 9,100 views. This is a Golden Geek Award nominee for Best Print and Play. It's a two-player, non-CCG, asymmetric card-slash-war game about the Battle of Hastings in 1066. Our third new entry, at number 7, returning after 33 weeks away. This is the fourth time it has charted. It is Star Realms by Darwin Castle, published by White Wizard Games with 9,500 views, a gain of 41% from last week. This is the Golden Geek Award winner for two-player board game and best card game. It also won the App Awards for Indie Game and Mobile Handheld Game. The last time it was on was just after Origins when it was widely released. Returning after seven weeks away to number six, this is its sixth appearance on the list, Splendor by Mark Andre, published by Space Cowboys with 10,156 views, a 95% increase for the Golden Geek Award winner for Family Board Game and Board Game of the Year. Climbing three spots to number five is X-Wing by Jay Little, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 10,396, narrowly beating out Splendor by 240 views, as a gain of 2.4%, which makes it one of the few regulars to actually gain views. Uh, again, that's because, as I mentioned last week, the latest wave of ships has been released. Number five is the highest position X-Wing has seen in over six months, since it was number 4 on August 20th, right around Gen Con. 
Dropping two spots to number four is Star Wars Imperial Assault by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempinen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 12,600. That's a 25% drop. It's number four is the lowest position it has seen in three months since December 3rd, which was right before its release. It was number 10 at that time and had 15,000 views. Remember, that was the era of high flying. But here it is with 12,000 views and all the way up at number four. Our fifth new entry, uh, number three, returning after one year, 52 weeks away, And Then We Held Hands, by David Cherkop and Yannick Massa, published by Luda Creations, with 13,800 views. This is the second time it has charted. It is the Golden Geek Award winner for Best Print and Play, and is due around Essen from Luda Creations, but it is currently available via Print and Play. There are some links that you can send to a printer studio, a website that will print the cards for you on some nice quality cards. Sliding out of the top spot to number two is Dead of Winter by Isaac Vega and Jonathan Gilmore, published by Plat Hat Games with almost 18,000 views, a, an 11% drop. Dead of Winter was also a Golden Geek Award winner for Most Innovative Game and Best Thematic Game, and was runner-up in numerous other categories. But our highest debut, it is a debut, hasn't been on the list before, all the way up at number one, is Dune the Dice Game by Heiko Gunther, and that is self-published, so the publisher is also Heiko Gunther, 26,779 views. This is a self-published game designed to straddle the line of complexity between Dune, the classic from the 1970s, and Dune Express, which was published or yeah, released in 2009. A print-and-play for Dune the Dice Game is currently available, and what's noteworthy about this one is that it is designed, Heiko is the graphic designer of the Black Box edition of Glory to Rome, uh, which also explains why Glory to Rome has shown up back in the hotness again. Dune, the dice game, is our 30th different number one. We've had 124 lists. I know that because Netrunner is, this is 124th week on the countdown. And of those 124 lists, 30 different times has a game hit number one. Also the 27th time a game has crossed the 25,000 view mark. For Wednesday, March 4th, 2015.